0: La Ola Roja, the red wave of 2022, has begun, my friends, and it's starting in Texas. Maybe you have not heard of this name before a month or two months ago. Maya Flores won the House seat in the 34th Congressional District in Texas. Um, she's the first Mexican-born individual to now serve in the United States Congress. She won in a special election on June 14th just this week. And what's 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 striking about her victory here isn't actually her her background per se. It isn't actually the fact that she was born in Mexico. It's the fact that she ran as a Republican in the second most Hispanic district in the entire country. I'm talking Texas's 34th congressional district is of of 435, remember 435 total congressional districts in our country. The only district that has a higher percentage of Hispanic Latino population is in California. The 40th district in California has 81, or 87.1% Hispanic Latino voter demographic. And in Texas, in the 34th district, 84.5% 84.5% of the district pop district population as of 2020 are Hispanics. This is the first time a Republican candidate or a Republican Congresswoman now Congresswoman Elect will represent the area. This is this is in the Rio Grande Valley since the year 1870. If this is not the beginning of a massive red wave. I don't know what it is. This district went to Joe Biden in 2020 by four percentage points. Now, this was just just this was on old district lines. It's been redistrict since then, redistricted since then, <laughs> whatever the past tense of that word is. Um, if this is not a red wave being led by Latino, Hispanic voters in the United States who are tired of the Democratic Party and the policies of the left who have hurt their families, and the politicians who have ignored their needs, then I don't know what this is. It's basically a choice between uh, La Ola Roja or what the Democrats offer, which is Latinx. Latinx, that's what they're offering. So let's dig into exactly what this means, because I know a lot of people say, well, special elections don't actually aren't an indicator of what's to come in 2022, and I don't think that that's quite true this year. I'm Liz Wheeler, welcome to The Liz Wheeler Show. All right, now I like Nutrafol because it is natural and it works, that's a win-win. We all know that half of the people watching this show right now are balding men. You know who you are, there's no shame to this. But there is a holistic solution just for you, just for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness without drugs or prescriptions. Nutrafol is clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage without any compromise. And what I mean by that is Nutrafol is uh, composed of 21 potent natural ingredients that actually support sex drive. One of the problems with many other hair growth supplements is they decrease sex drive, not so with Nutrafol. Nutrafol also provides better sleep and less stress too. In a clinical study, Men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. Do you know who uses Nutrafol, actually? My friend, Dave Rubin, who was losing hair because of stress. He started Nutrafol, and look at his luscious locks now. You, too, can grow thicker, healthier hair, and you can support our show, again, another win-win, by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code LIZ. If you use my promo code, you will save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere. It's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus you will get free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. It's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com if you use my promo code, Liz. Okay, so the Democrats are offering the Latino community in our country a wokeism. Latinx will call you, even though Hispanic people, Latinos don't like that. They want to be either called Latina or Latino, but no, no, the white liberals who are dictating these woke standards want to call them Latinx. So I guess they're just gonna have to deal with that unless, of course they want to vote for republicans they want to join the republican party this seems to be what a lot of hispanics a lot of latinos in our country are doing this is not an isolated incident the reason that this 34th district in congressional district in texas is a really big deal is because we've seen this slowly building up we actually saw this starting under president trump we saw a larger portion of the Hispanic voting population, vote for President Trump, then typically votes for Republicans. Then we saw this, this this happening in Texas. We saw what the Democrats expected to be this this demographic change that would turn Texas blue. They thought, okay, well, if Hispanics are, are typically Democrat voters, at least historically, they they count. They stereotyped uh, uh, Hispanic and Latino voters. They said, well, we're gonna we're gonna count on you. We're we're not gonna give you a choice. We're gonna treat you as as a race or an ethnicity and not as an individual, a critically thinking individual person. And they counted on this demographic change, changing Texas to be blue. Well, it hasn't. What's actually happening is Latinos and Hispanics in Texas are slowly turning red. There's a grassroots organization expl- that explains this phenomenon. It's called Bienvenida. oh, butchered that word, Bienvenido in Action. Bienvenido in Action. It's a. It's an organization that um is dedicated to mobilizing what they call patriotic latino leaders. This is this is what they said after the election of uh, Myra Flores. They said by electing Republican Myra Flores to Congress, Hispanics are telling the rest of the country that we're fed up with reckless liberal policies and want change. Myra won because she ran a campaign rooted in our community's values. God, family, and country. Meanwhile, they say Joe Biden and the Democrats have made life more expensive for Hispanics our neighborhoods are less safe, and a mockery of our culture. While gas prices go through the roof and families struggle to find baby formula, Biden and the left have weakened our communities, radicalized our school curricula, and even tried imposing offensive terms like Latinx to upend our language. In Washington, Myra will fight for the American values of Texas's 34th congressional district. Bienvenido, in action, is proud to have worked with Myra since the start of her campaign, and we look forward to her leadership in Congress. Now, this, it, it, in one sense, this seems very obvious, right? This seems common sense. I mean, I wonder why all of these Latinos are are abandoning the Democrats that they have historically voted for and turning towards Republican politicians or in this case, becoming a Republican politician. I wonder why, right? I wonder why because we have we have inflation in our country. We have prices for for food, for uh, gas, for baby formula, this, the, all, all these shortages, all these things that are basically kitchen table economics. These are things that impact our families on a day-to-day basis. And it, it, it's, it's not a little bit more expensive. It's not a limited amount of time. These are really serious increases. Um, groceries in the past year, this is, this is year over year numbers this day compared to this day last year, groceries have increased by 11.9%. That's the biggest increase since 1979. Chicken specifically has increased by 17.4%. This is the largest ever restaurants. The prices at restaurants have increased by 9%, the largest ever airfare has increased by 37.8%. That's the largest since the largest increase since 1980. Rent is up over 5%. That's the largest increase since 1987. Electricity 12%, fuel and oil over 107% increase and services in general have increased almost 6%. This is also the largest since the largest increase since 1990. This is this is this is really awful stuff and as we see this incredible inflation happening under the Biden administration because of choices the Biden administration is making, you have people associated with the Biden administration, in this case, Biden's climate czar. It is not an elected position, it's an appointed position. It is John Kerry claiming that um, we don't need to do anything, don't need to do the obvious things that would solve gas prices, for example, and inflation, that we don't need to take these actions and that we shouldn't fall for, uh, for Republican suggestions. And energy security worry is driving a lot of the thoughts now about, oh, we need more drilling of gas. We need more drilling of this. We need to go back to coal. No, we don't. We absolutely don't. And we have to prevent a false narrative from entering into this, or again, uh, pun intended, we are. No, we don't. He said, we don't need to drill for oil. We don't need to rely on coal. When we have to prevent this false narrative. So first of all, it's easy for John Kerry to sit there and say this when he's flying in private jets, all over the world. I mean, he, he's one of the people who flies into Davos, to the World Economic Forum, in a private jet to lecture the world about climate change. He's part of this group, this cohort, that tries to impose policies on everybody, not just not, not just from a governmental sense, but from a global sense. I mean, he's one of these globalists who tries to impose all of this on us through ESG, the environmental, social, and governmental standards, um, that, that banking, the banking system, large investment firms, take into account when they give small businesses or individuals loans if you don't rank well according to the metrics of these environmental social and governmental guidelines that are put into place by people like John Kerry they want you to take into account well what's your position on abortion what's your what's your position on 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 gay rights what's your what's your opinion on climate change and what's the what actions have you take how are you factoring these these social or environmental or governmental issues into your business plan and if, if you as an individual or a small business don't adhere to these types of standards, then these large investment firms are, aren't going to lend you money. you're not going to be able to start your business. So it's easy for John Kerry to sit there and say, oh we don't need to, we don't need to you know rely on fossil fuels. we don't need to drill for oil, we don't need to use coal-powered energy. He's an enormous hypocrite. He, he's setting rules that he wants to impose on us and he himself is not is not willing to follow them. He actually has already shown us that he's willing to hurt us. The thing is it, it, it's it's not a false narrative. When he says we can't allow this false narrative to take hold, it's uh, he's lying. He's lying to us because it's absolutely 100% true that if Biden drilled for oil, if Biden had not shut down the pipelines, if if Biden had created a stable energy policy so that investors, the oil and gas companies, actually had confidence in making investments and didn't think, well, if I spent millions, tens of millions, maybe even billions of dollars on these federal leases, you know, how do I know that I'm not gonna spend this money? And then a year down the line, two years down the line, a month down the line, the Biden administration is gonna change the regulations and I'm not going to be allowed to reap the benefits of my investment. I'm just gonna lose all that money. So they're obviously hesitant. They obviously don't have the the, the confidence to make these investments. So the Biden administration could drill for oil, they could have, they could have not shut down the pipelines, they could create some stability in this market, and it would make an enormous difference. They could not rely on foreign oil, they could, we could rely on our resources here. It's not a false narrative to say that these things would impact gas prices. What the Biden administration and John Kerry are trying to do is they're trying to blame what 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 has been wrought by the Biden administration's choices, meaning this, these these high gas prices, on Vladimir Putin, and that's absolutely wrong. So when when you when you zoom out then and you look at Texas, you look at the thirty fourth congressional district, you look at the fact that that Myra Flores won, that she's the first Republican to represent this district since 1870. This 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 district which has the second highest number percentage of Hispanic and Latino voters compared to any other of the 435 congressional districts. There's only one in California that has more Latino voters than this district. Is it any wonder? Is it any wonder that that Latinos are looking at Joe Biden and saying, "Why would I vote for you? Why would anybody vote for you? You are hypocrites. You're lying." Your policy is hurting us. It's hurting us at the gas pump. It's hurting us at the kitchen table. And not only are you not doing anything to fix it, you're you're, you're playing this rhetorical game, trying to blame it on things, on other issues, just to try to manipulate our emotions about Russia and Ukraine, for example. And of course, people aren't stupid. This is what the Biden administration thinks. They think that we, the voters, are, are stupid. They think that they can just manipulate us and they can't. We we are very common sense people. And when pol- political policies impact our families, that makes the biggest difference in determining who we vote for at the polls. But in, in instead of recognizing that your role as chief executive is to... Uh, is to drill for oil when gas prices are like this, and not rely on Russian oil, and open those pipelines instead of recognizing that being a hypocrite and taking taking a private jet to the World Economic Summit makes you look like a despicable human being when the rest of us are spending hundred dollars a week just to fill up our gas tanks to commute back and forth from work as we're as we're collecting paychecks that have grown smaller percentage wise compared to the amount of inflation that we are facing in our country right now. Instead of focusing on all of that, what does the Biden administration do? Well they start targeting their political enemies. Joe Biden's administration has now opened another investigation into Elon Musk and his businesses. Now, I like Bambi, and I think you will too, because small business owners, have you ever had an issue with employee attendance? Have you ever had an employee altercation in the workplace? Have you ever been confused on how to handle a situation with an employee? Have you ever had employee performance issues? Have you ever stressed out about navigating through HR compliance Well, the bad news today is that one complaint against your company can turn your whole world upside down. The good news is Bambi is here to help small business owners implement good HR practices. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours. So you can automate the most important HR practices and you get your own dedicated HR manager. First, Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies. I'm talking about workplace training and employee feedback. Then your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance. They're available by phone, by email, or real-time chat. An in-house HR manager, as you know, can cost up to $80,000 a year, but with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month. There's no hidden fees here. You can cancel anytime you run your business, Let Bambi run your HR. Go to Bambi.com/slash/liz right now for your free HR audit. It's spelled B-A-M-B-E-E.com/slash/liz. Bambi.com/slash/liz. Okay. So meanwhile, instead of focusing on the needs of his constituents, Biden and his uses his administration to open another investigation into Elon Musk's businesses. Now we saw in the wake of Elon Musk announcing that he is going to try to acquire Twitter. We saw the Biden administration immediately swoop down and start investigating Tesla, start investigating everything essentially that Elon Musk is is involved in because they don't want Elon Musk to break up the big tech monopoly, which is used to protect the corrupt politicians who are part of the Biden administration. But what makes this more interesting is Elon Musk actually voted for Myra Flores in Texas. You remember, Elon moved from California to Texas, and this is what he tweeted. He said, I voted for Myra Flores first time I ever voted Republican. Massive red wave in 2022. This, I mean, obviously this is gonna scare the daylights out of the Biden administration because Elon Musk is not conservative. He might be voting Republican, but he's never been conservative. I mean, he, he, he's a fan of Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang is like the, the universal basic income guy. He's the, he, he, I mean, I think he's on board with the January 6th committee. I mean, this guy, Andrew Yang is not, not conservative at all. Neither is Elon Musk. Elon Musk was famous for posting that graphic, that meme on Twitter that showed that he used to be liberal on the political spectrum, but as the radical left moved further and further to the left and he stayed the same place, he's slowly, because the spectrum then widened, he, he, Fell on the conservative part, towards the center, but on the conservative part of the spectrum, um, which I mean, this obviously, this obviously caused all the liberal heads to explode because it was so accurate. It's such an accurate picture of what's happened in our political culture in the last decade, since since the Obama administration and then through the Trump administration and now in, in the Biden or through the Obama, then Trump, and now in the Biden administration. And after Elon tweeted that he voted for Myra Flores, he then uh, was asked who are you going to vote for? Who's your favorite candidate in 2024 for president? This is where he mentioned that, I I supported Yang last time, Elon said, but DeSantis has a better chance of winning. Again, liberal heads are going to explode. And what's the response here from the Biden administration? Well, they immediately announced an investigation, another investigation into Elon Musk's businesses. Now, was it a result of this tweet? Indirectly, but not, 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 not necessarily directly, but it is a result of Elon Musk being red pilled. Make no mistake, I mean, we were the ones who saw two, three weeks ago when Elon Musk announced that he had registered as a Republican for the first time. The very next day, there were all these allegations of sexual of sexual harassment, sexual misconduct, sexual, I, I don't know if it rose to sexual assault, against Elon Musk, these these non-credible allegations. And it was like, well, of course, right? As soon as Elon Musk criticizes big tech, he somehow, the New York Times paints him as a racist, even though he's not. And then when he says he's voting Republican, all of a sudden we get these, these Kavanaugh allegations against him. The Democrats playbook is evil, but the good news is that it's very predictable. And if you handle the predictable, the predictable assaults correctly, then, I mean, you can get rid of them like Elon Musk did. Well, what the Biden administration is doing to Elon now is they're forcing SpaceX, his company, to, um, to essentially kowtow to dozens and dozens, almost 100 actually, I think it's 75 environmental actions, they say, before they're allowed to launch their rocket out of Texas. So all he has to jump through all these hoops before he's allowed to, you know, do what he wants to do do what he's what he's innovating this this development this creativity that he's bringing to life in the in with SpaceX. So some of the examples of some of the things that the Biden administration is forcing Elon to do before Elon's allowed to launch a rocket is Elon has to donate money every year, $5,000 every year to an ocelot refuge. Yes, you heard that correct. Now, you might be thinking, what is the connection between launching a rocket in Texas and donating money to an ocelot refuge. And the answer is nothing. There is no correlation whatsoever. The rocket's not hurting an ocelot. Um, But the radical left in the Biden administration is trying to squeeze Elon Musk for money... And knowing that they will get it if they if they put these hurdles in front of him because he really wants to he really wants to launch this rocket. Um, I'm not blaming Elon for for doing these things. I mean I don't know what choice he has he could challenge them I'm sure I hope he does it might delay his rocket launch but they're forcing him to pay five thousand dollars a year for an Ocelot refuge um, and a Falcon fund. He also has to donate to a Falcon fund and they're forcing him to um, operate a shuttle from a parking lot to the launch site. In, you know, to reduce the traffic, they said in Texas. Yeah, have you ever driven in Houston? Yeah, it's it, yeah. I, I, anybody who's ever driven in Houston knows that the federal government is full of it. If they're trying to, if they're trying to, if they claim to care about traffic in Houston, traffic in Houston is a nightmare. They also are forcing the Biden administration is forcing Elon Musk and SpaceX to write a historical report on the Boca Chica geographic. What are we in grade school? You get a you get. Is this like going up to the going up to the whiteboard and writing "I will not do this ever again"? I will not do this ever again. Is that what they're doing to Elon Musk? I will not say I'm a Republican ever again. I will not praise Desantis ever again. This this is this is it's so vindictive. It's so petty. A, a, a report on this Geographic. He also um, has to produce signs, five interpretive signs describing the history and significance of the area and then he has to fund educational outreach. So what the Biden administration is doing is they are forcing him to not only present and vocalize their propaganda with, with physical signs, they're then saying, well, now you have to teach it to children, now you have to indoctrinate children in this, or you're not allowed to launch your rocket. This is very important, you're not allowed to launch your rocket until you do this. Um, it's totally bananas, it's totally nuts, and make no mistake, it is correlated to Elon Musk's politics, just like Elon always says, he's very vocal about this, He always says, you know, Tesla is an electric car company, and yet they're rated very low on the ESG standards. You'd think an electric car company that's providing an alternative vehicle to gas-guzzling, fossil fuel-needing cars and trucks would be rated pretty high on that standard, but he's not. I wonder why. Well, because politics enter into it. Maybe that's the governmental part of the ESG, the environmental, social, and governmental. So down at the border, of course, we have the Biden administration through the Department of Homeland Security. They are now going to punish the Border Patrol agents who were involved in the, the allegations. This, this wasn't The allegations weren't true, but the allegations were that the Border Patrol agents on their horses were, were swinging their reins, and leftists, including Biden himself and Kamala Harris, um, accused these border patrol agents of whipping migrants. You'll, you, I mean, you probably remember, we saw, we saw these photos, we saw these, the photos, by the way, the photographer who took the photos said he didn't see the border patrol agents whipping anybody. The video shows definitively that nobody was actually whipped, but this didn't stop the Biden administration at the time from trying to demonize border patrol agents and saying, oh, you know, the, these terrible law enforcement officers are, are brutalizing and dehumanizing people who are just trying to cross the border to get a better life. All right, here it comes. Here's where they start doing the reins. So as, as you remember, as you'll remember, the, the defense, and this is a obviously common sense defense from the border patrol agents, is that they weren't whipping anybody, but these are open reins, and this is how you turn your horse. You can see him. He, he, he twirled the reins, and what did his horse do? His horse turned around. This is very obvious. There was a criminal investigation that happened in the wake of this, and they were found to not have committed any, any criminal act. They were cleared. Yet the Department of Homeland Security is now, Biden's Department of Homeland Security is now going to try to punish these Border Patrol agents who have been off duty, they haven't been allowed to get near any of the migrants since this time. And the Biden administration is trying to punish them with um, administrative violations. Administrative violations. Is it any wonder that, especially in Texas, but is it any wonder that Latinos across the country are saying, hmm, the Biden administration the democrats the left do we really want to be associated with these folks they have not done us well they have done us very they have they have they're they're harming us they're hurting our families and the, the, this the the politics that that we're talking about here creates a certain culture in individual people when you have political 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 strategies or political standards like esg or lying about border patrol agents um, it, it, it it cultivates and encourages people to act a certain way, whether that's pretending to be a victim in order to get privilege points, whether it's, you know, becoming transgender in order to be a marginalized community, whether it's a whether it's a corporation acting um according to woke standards in order to raise their rating on these ESG on this ESG scale, this the the cultural impact of these governmental policies is becoming very, very evident in our nation, and it's a further turnoff to voters who care first about country, family, faith, and God. Now, I'm sure I'm not the only one who has noticed. This is extremely obvious. Everything is so, so expensive. We are in the biggest economic crisis since 2008. That's for certain. Because our government keeps printing trillions and trillions of dollars, consumer prices are the highest we've seen in 30 years. Inflation is certainly here to stay. And if the government continues its out-of-control printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. So how do you protect your money, your retirement, and your savings? Well, American Heart for Gold can show you how to hedge your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. They'll even help move your existing IRA or 401k out of the volatile stock market into a precious metals IRA. And they make it easy. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. And if you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait, call them right now. Call 855-768-1883. The phone number if you want to call, 855-768-1883. Or if you prefer a text message like I do, you can text the word Liz, L-I-Z, to 65532. Again, if you're a phone person and you call, the number is 855-768-1883. Or you can send a text message, Liz, to 65532. Protect your family from this financial crisis. I have for my family, and I encourage you to do the same with American Hartford Gold. Text Liz to 65532. Okay, so these governmental policies that the left has put into play, have an impact on our culture. They influence our behavior because people order their behavior according to incentives. You know, we we are, after all, um, the human race are animals as well. We respond to, you know, the, the carrot and the stick. And you can see this, how, how, how it's seeping so deeply in, into our culture. Think about um, the Buzz Lightyear movie that's coming out or that just came out, the Buzz Lightyear movie. Tim Allen, by the way, who's one of my favorite actors, I think Tim Allen might be actually the funniest man on earth. He he might be the funniest stand-up comedian and the funniest sitcom star. Um, and I thought this, I, I felt this way even before I knew that he was conservative. He 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 and almost nobody else can make me laugh every out loud, like that gut laugh, that belly laugh, almost every time I've ever heard him or seen him in any kind of movie. Um, he was fired from the Buzz Lightyear movie and he was replaced by Chris Evans. Now, Chris Evans is like, Super wokester, like the woke of the wokest. So that in of itself gives you a little, gives us a little cue about what this movie is going to be. But then there, there, there's a scene in this movie, this animated movie for children, showing lesbians kissing. Apparently behind the scenes there was some debate this was in the original version of the movie they then removed it but months later they restored it before it was released maybe maybe as a result of uh their ongoing war with DeSantis Disney's ongoing war in in Florida where they've embraced this this queerness agenda that they admit they try to insert into their into their children's programming but Chris Evans responded to Reuters television who asked him about this lesbian kiss and about you know the the objections from a lot of people half the country at least Um, Who are like, why are you trying to introduce sexual things to children? Why are you trying to insert this this homosexual relationship into into a kids' movie about toys? This is what Chris Evans said. He goes, The real truth is, those people, the ones who object to the lesbian kiss, are idiots. They're always going to be people who are afraid and unaware and trying to hold on to what was before. But those people die off like dinosaurs. I think the goal is to pay them no mind, march forward, and embrace the growth that makes us human. End quote. So this is just another example of the left. I mean, Chris Evans is doing exactly what Hillary Clinton did in 2016, calling all Republicans, half the country, a basket of deplorables. Disney supposedly has a customer base that that reaches outside of the Democratic Party. Maybe they're shrinking. Maybe that, maybe that. Their customer base is going to just exclusively be radical leftists now, because I can't imagine any conservative who is not going to stop and think twice now about letting their child watch any 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 sort of this 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 propaganda, this programming. Um, but he's insulting. He's demeaning. He's saying, you know, we're just waiting for you to die off and your views to to become to be thrown in the ash the the trash heap of history here. And think about think about Latino culture. Think about Hispanic culture. Think about um, how family oriented how family-oriented Latino culture is, and um, how how traditional Latino culture is in that sense, in the religious sense, the moral sense, and the family sense. A lot of Latino culture is Catholic. The Catholic Church, of course, teaches that marriage is between one man and one woman, that, that sex is properly ordered within a marriage between one man and one woman. And what is Chris Evans doing? He is insulting he, he, he's embracing this radical leftist position and he's insulting all of these people. So you, you look at what happened in Texas in the, at the political sense. And it's sort of this vicious cycle where government, when government's really woke, when Democrats are pushing these very radical leftist policies on our culture, it incentivizes people like, like Disney or like Chris Evans to be woke in return in order to earn the governmental brownie points. But what it does in the meantime is it, is it turns off this huge demographic of people who aren't necessarily Um, this this huge demographic of the American people who aren't in the trenches of politics ordinarily, who just want to live their lives. They want to raise their children. They want to go to work. They don't want to face 8.6% inflation. They don't want to face formula shortages. They don't want gas prices to be so astronomical that they can barely go to work and, and make ends meet. And they want their politicians, when we do face this, they want their politicians to solve this issue and They're more than turned off. They're turned off to the point that they will switch parties and vote in a different representative when their politicians brush them off, when their politicians ignore them, or when their politicians implement policies that actively hurt their families. This This is what we're seeing right now. This is La Ola Roja, the red wave of 2022 happening, starting from the great state of Texas. And mark my words. We are just months away from November. This is, why, this is why, by the way, that George Soros has purchased so much airtime on Spanish-speaking radio stations that target, obviously, Spanish-speaking Americans, Latinos, Hispanics. Um, this is why the left understands that there is going to be an exodus of Latino voters from the Democratic Party and not just people who are like, oh, I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden. He's too radical. I'll just sit this one out and wait for the next time. These people... Are proving that they're actively going to switch their party affiliation and they are going to vote for Republicans who, are, who will best, best serve their interest in the People's House, the Congress of the United States of America. I, for one, cannot wait to see this. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. The Liz Wheeler Show is produced by Jonathan Hay, Executive Producer Chad Abbott, Director of Photography Kevin McRoberts, editor Alejandro Figuerilla, sound mixer Robin Fenderson, director of marketing Emily Washler, production and talent coordinator Matt Toffler, and senior publicist Patricia Jackson. This has been a Soundfront production.